0: This is Face the Music, an electric light orchestra song-by-song podcast. Episode 062, Across the Borders. What's that song all about?
1: Across the Border is the fourth track from Out of the Blue. In the 1997 issue of Face the Music, Andrew Whiteside wrote,
0: Across the Border begins like a spaghetti western with train noises, cheesy guitar, and a remarkable realistic brass section. The lyrics tell an undemanding tale of a boy trying to reach his girl, Across the Border, whilst musically it assimilates the Latin influence fair. Highlights are the brass break at the bridge and Bev's blistering phased drum outro.
1: In February 2007, John Metzger wrote in an issue of the Music Box.
0: Across the Border essentially rearranged Brian Wilson's heroes and villains by adding some new scenery.
1: The song was covered by Paul McNulty in 1999. Build that wall!
0: I'm Eric Paul Johnson.
1: And I'm Eric Winsensen.
0: I got this album February 1984, and when this song came on, I was like, Ooh, train! I love trains. That's a good way to start the song. And then the music kicked in, and I was kinda... If this is what the song is gonna be like, I'm really gonna be disappointed. And then the song got going. I was like, Oh, I, I like this. I like this a lot. And it kept getting better. I'm not a fan of mariachi music. Even though I lived in Arizona for 40 years, I really don't want to ever hear it anytime. But in this song, I thought the uh, horn section sounded really good. Obviously, it was fitting for the song, but I actually dug it. Rare moment of brass in an ELO song, so it was good to enjoy it because... Spoiler alert, you're never going to hear brass in an ELO song again. And then there's that build-up at the end where it keeps building and building to that big out-of-phase drum explosion, and then it stops. I actually really liked that song. I was concerned at first, but once it got going, I was like, that was a fan-dam-tastic song. There have been plenty of times in my life where I've thought, sweet Jesus, i got to hear Across the Border.
1: For me, well... We get a good violin solo from Mick Kaminsky in there. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, not really that impressed by the song at all. And this is before I knew that they it was basically copying a Beach Boys song. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It's just there. It, after the first three songs, we've got this. And it sounds like it's from a completely different album. Hm. And, well, I found out it was really supposed to be from an EP. So I was kind of right, that is, suddenly uh, we're into something that really is a throwaway song that was just s- stuck on here, that belongs someplace else in the first place. <laughs> and that's why it seemed out of order for me. And And then the v- last part, well, it really sounds jerky. Hmm. I don't know, it's just kind of... Seems like it could have been a lot better, but fails for me on almost every level, to tell you the truth. (laughs) After Mick Kaminsky's violin part there, Mm -hmm. the song just really starts failing for me.
0: (laughs) I did not notice the Heroes and Villains thing. Of course, I think the first time I heard Heroes and Villains was maybe 2002, and I've only heard it a couple times in my life, and it never really hit me that, oh, that's across the border, until looking up the song facts, and then I went and listened to the song, and it's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that is totally Heroes and Villains. I've been
1: in this town so long that back in the city I've been taken for, lost and gone And unknown for a long, long time The mighty cross will be blowing And the people dancing all across the city
0: I uh, prefer Across the Border more than Heroes and Villains. I got nothing against the Beach Boys, I like them, but to me Heroes and Villains is kind of It's there.
1: Yeah, I feel about the same way with Heroes and Villains as I do about Across the Border, to tell you the truth. (laughs) It's, yeah, believe it or not, I had never heard that. It's because the Beach Boys have not always been something that's been on my radar, even though people gush about how great Pet Sounds and Smiley Smile and all the stuff that would have gone into their album Smile is all this classic stuff, which I think some of it's good, but I find most of it to be out of place even for the 60s. <laughs> it seems like it's still very, very dated and very, very stuck in the early 60s. Mm-hmm. Rather than in the late 60s, where it was coming out. I mean, production's great on it and everything. You'd expect that from Brian Wilson. But the chorus and everything, that's where I say Across the Border actually does beat it a bit. Is Across the Border doesn't meander. Yes. It actually has a fully formed song where heroes and villains sounds like, oh, we got these great verses, and then... oh. Okay, well, the guide vocal's nice, but you normally erase that and put lyrics in at some point during the song.
0: Yeah, I know this is a crime against humanity. It's, it's something you're not supposed to say. But for me, Pet Sounds was okay. I mean, it was built up to me by the time I finally heard it. I guess 20-0-3. I was like, and I, you know, this is the album that inspired Paul McCartney to do Sgt. Peppers because he thought Pet Sounds was so great that, well, the Beatles got to top this. So I listened to it expecting one of the greatest albums ever, and I was kind of like, hmm, a couple songs on here I like. And even though Sgt. Peppers was built up to be the greatest album ever by the time I finally heard it in December 1984, when I heard it, I was like, I can see why this would be the greatest album ever. It's not like it was built up to be great, and then I heard it. It's like, I don't know, I'm not really seeing it. Well, that's the other thing about Across the Border. I also love the chorus. The vocals with Jeff and Groquette, and it's just, it sounds big, and you got the strings behind it and the horns behind it. I think it's just, it really builds up to, just to me anyway, a big song that always just blows me away with the production and the tune of it.
1: I think if this had been actually released on the EP like was originally intended, I'd probably like it a little bit better, simply because I would be hearing it in the context it was meant to be. Mm -hmm. Because I think that is part of why it throws me, is because it seems like it's just pasted on here to finish out a side, because Mm -hmm. they didn't have really enough songs to finish out the entire side. It's a very short side of a four-sided album, and it's... Almost like, okay, well, we'll p- just put this here as a, <laughs> as a marker, and, and then we can go and do our little thing on the next side here.
0: Maybe? I don't know. See, with Out of the Blue, there are different songs that it doesn't all sound like this is some sort of theme for Out of the Blue. The Beatles' White Album, Where Does Helter Skelter Belong Next to Honey Pie or Martha My Dear. So many songs on that album sound different. So for a double album where "Jungle" doesn't really sound like "Believe Me Now," the "Whale" doesn't sound like it belongs with "Sweet Talking Woman." So for it to sound like it doesn't belong on this album, I, I I don't really notice that kind of thing. Maybe I'm just too dense to figure that out. But it just sounds like, really, what "Out of the Blue" is—the latest collection of ELO songs. Enjoy, or not enjoy. It's really up to you. You bought the album. What are you gonna do?
1: Hmm. Well, play Frisbee.
0: <laughs> not with the blue It's
1: not that bad, and it's not I mean I don't like I don't like it very much, but it's still not a bad enough where you just throw it across the room. Yeah. No. I've heard some that are that bad, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, no. No, that's not that bad, but uh yeah. I understand what you mean about songs on a long album kind of seeming out of place. But sometimes you just get something that sounds like it's from elsewhere. I mean white album is what it is, and it's got a bunch of variation on it, but it sounds like everything there, for the most part, belongs. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to describe, right. because sometimes you get that feeling that, huh, where'd this come from? <laughs> What's this doing here? Mm-hmm. I mean, Revolution Number 9, yeah, it's not it's not anything that everybody's ever <sighs> put on their favorites list, but <laughs> it still seems like it should be on that album. Of any Beatles album, it's that album that it should be on
0: That's true because you can always skip that song there are plenty of other great songs on that album where you don't have to sit through Revolution number 9 Tienes algo que decir sobre Across the Border Luego llame al correo de voz de la línea 623 623-850-3375 It's time for a great line from ELO, from
1: this week's song. What's my line? I know, I know, but you know I gotta make the
0: deadline. I gotta get that southbound train tonight. If I don't get to the border, then I'll write. Uh, Uh, hey! You donate to the podcast through our Patreon site patreon.com/elo pod. You can get bumper stickers, produce an episode, or for just $1 per episode, $4 a month, you can hear shows a week, week before they're released to the world. world. Or skip all that and just hand it over directly through PayPal using the email address at eloftmpodcast@gmail.com. Is it Great moments in electric light orchestra history.
1: ELO's violin player is Mick Kaminsky. He's worked in a lot of places. Before ELO directly, I was playing in a band called Joe Soap. Before that, in a band called Cow. Cal. Before that, I went to a music college in Leeds. And the previous thing was very um, classically trained. Despite his training, Mick just doesn't dig the symphony scene. There's, there never seems any freedom for me, you know. And it's been like playing in a string section with 20 people playing the same thing, you know, yeah. which didn't really appeal that much. So it was nice to break away, be the only one.
0: Like it? Hate it? What does Madeline think? I liked the song? Wow, she liked it. Taste the music, an electric light orchestra song by song podcast, is a production of Radio Trolla Entertainment Assorted Deli Meats Amalgamated. You can contact us by voicemail at 623-850-3375 or email us at ELOFTM Podcast at gmail.com. Keep up to date on the show by joining our Facebook group and spread the word about the show by sharing the link or giving us a quick rating on iTunes. You can financially support Support the podcast and get some goodies at patreon.com slash
1: ELO Next week, episode 063, Night in the City.